Money FM 89.3, best of weekends. Two really uh, interesting young entrepreneurs uh, emerged at Neon Polytechnic winning great prizes uh, for their inspiring enterprising efforts. Let's talk now to Perlin Ko, who is a student at Neon Polytechnic, and Elijah Ng. Leah, uh, let's see, Perlin won the Enterprise Singapore Global Executive Scholarship, the gold medal, uh, and uh, she is looking forward to pursuing a degree in business administration at NUS. Elijah is the recipient recipient of the Lee Kuan Yew Award and Neon Polytechnic Outstanding Achievement Award, and he is going to uh, pursue a degree in computer science and hopes to be a cybersecurity specialist. Perlin, good morning. Elijah, good morning. Hi, good morning, Glenn. Good morning, guys. Well, let's, great to have you both with us. Great to have you on. Uh, you know, your Nian Polytechnic uh, Prize recipients for your entrepreneurial efforts. Great stuff. Perlin, let's start with you. The first question I want to ask you, because it's particularly relevant to what Glenn and I just discussed off air. You're a national table tennis player, I believe. So you're a paddler. Congratulations for that. And... You're somehow balancing your sports training with your exceptional studies. Tell us about that first. How do you balance both? Sure. Okay, firstly, thanks for having me on the show. Sure. And I think um, how I manage to balance between my sports and studies, uh, besides self-discipline and time management, I think a lot of credit also goes to the structure of my diploma course. which mm. And to give you some background, my diploma is actually a joint diploma, which is offered by the Singapore Sports School and Nian Polytechnic. And this diploma is actually uh, specially curated for student athletes like myself. And the course structure that we have is actually slightly different from the typical polytechnic course structure hmm. because instead of like adopting a semestral approach, we actually have a modular system. So this actually helps to provide us uh, student athletes with a lot more flexibility that we need, especially when we have to like travel for travel overseas for uh, competitions and we have to end up missing classes. Lah. But of course, I think um, the lecturers at Nian Polytechnic, they have also been very uh, understanding and accommodating to us as well. So they understand that we are student athletes, we have to uh, travel and train very frequently. So they are always willing to like extend their consultation hours for us even beyond the classroom hours la, so that uh, nice. we, we can catch up on what we've missed. Yeah, so I think um, the course structure at Nian Polytechnic and Singapore Sports School has played a great role in helping me to balance both my sports and studies well. Hmm. And not yeah. only have you balanced sport and studies, but you've also been behind some dynamic startups. You, you've worked on things for Enterprise Singapore and the Ministry of Social and Family Development, which is how you won your prizes. Tell us about these startups. I mean, you're, you're a national table tennis player. You're doing a full-time diploma and somehow you're finding time to kickstart these startups. Tell us about them. Uh, actually, I haven't. Uh, actually started my own company. I'm not a founder or entrepreneur per se, but I've actually done a few, a couple of internships with a few startups. Mm. <laughs> and currently, I'm also on an internship with Enterprise Singapore in the startup development division. Wow. So I think um, all these experiences have been very beneficial for me because uh, interning at startups made me, ha- helped me to see like the challenges and a volatility of uh, 
startups, lah, especially when COVID struck. So I thought like uh, the lifespan of a startup is something like my lifespan as an athlete. There are a lot of challenges that you face. There are times where you fail and there are also mm. times where you win. But uh, what's very important is to be very adaptable and versatile so you know how to uh, change and uh, pivot your strategies lah, when uh, according to the times and the industry, etc. So all of these have helped me to learn a lot about the industry and also helped me to learn a lot about myself. Lah. Yeah. Let's yeah. bring on Elijah. Mm, thank you so much uh, for that. Uh, Elijah, you. you had an experience when you were quite young, uh, from what uh, I understand, in 2018, the Sing Health data breach uh, really kind of propelled you into thinking about scams, online cybersecurity, that sort of thing. Tell, tell us about uh, your experience and uh, and why you're interested in this particular field. So um, you could say that I've always been like interested. I I've always been interested in computers since young, and um, I, you could say that I was like the person in my family when it came to like helping to resolve like technical issues with our computers and our IT gadgets. And uh, at the same time, like what you just mentioned, um, like these kind of um, incidents, like the Sing Health data breach, um, advice in cybersecurity incidents and scams, I would say. Uh, at the period when I was actually deciding what to do after my uh, secondary school, uh, that was when I felt that um, like being in the cybersecurity industry uh, would be um, where I would be able to do meaningful work because it would allow me to safeguard others. Uh, so that was the reason why I actually uh, decided to uh, move into the cybersecurity industry and I uh, took up the cybersecurity and digital forensics diploma in Nian Polytechnic. Mm. Well, I mean, look, it's certainly relevant. If I get one more yeah. message from a scammer <laughs> on my phone telling me, you know, I need to do this or I need to do that. So you're you're in the relevant field, Elijah. And as Glenn mentioned there, you are the recipient of the Lee Kuan Yew Award mm. and Nian Polytechnic Outstanding Achievement Award. Congratulations for that. What did you do to get that award? Um, as part of the, the Lee Kuan Yew Award, um, it was also um, based on like um the my my like start the studies of course like doing well in in the modules and being able to really like acquire the the skills and knowledge i think that's the most important like being able to acquire the skills and knowledge in terms of like cybersecurity and uh, digital forensics but also i did participate in um several um co-curricular activity events mm. outside of the curriculum so like um things like volunteering in cybersecurity events and opportunities um, that really, I think, allowed me to actually learn more about the industry and to like gain more experience in it. Now, this part is great because yeah, this is inspirational for many young listeners out there or parents with you know, young students. You worked with some refugees, didn't you? You worked with some refugees to work on their IT skills. This is a theme of the show. I don't know if you were listening earlier, but we were talking to young Singaporeans who were going overseas to work in Australia. And I think it's so important, Glenn, to you know, stretch yourself, work in different environments, different cultures, different situations. Yeah, absolutely. And you working with young refugees, Elijah, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Tell us about that and, and what you did. Yeah. So um, I actually worked with like young refugees um, from this school known as the El Shaddai Refugee Learning Center in Malaysia. So um, because that was during the COVID-19 pandemic, so it was actually a virtual visit. It was part of a service, the visit there was part of a service learning program known as the Youth Expedition Project, which was organized by the School of Infocom Technology in Niam Polytechnic. So this was like particularly memorable for me because it was the first time that I had to plan and organize the program entirely online wow. and um, coordinate with the teachers from the learning center uh, virtually. So basically during this um, program, the YEP 
program, we actually taught basic IT skills to the refugees hmm. who were living there. So things like basic computer usage, Brilliant. Um, using software like Microsoft Word, PowerPoint and Excel, and how they can like uh, use that to their advantage. And do they but have access? That, do they have access to the internet and, and computers and everything? Yeah. So the the good thing about um, that learning center is that at the El Shaddai Refugee Learning Center, they do have access to internet, uh, computers, and so the, the school really provides it for the refugees who are living there. So the 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 El Shaddai Refugee Learning Center is really a school that is like entirely dedicated to helping to teach refugees mm. who are actually who actually were coming from all around the world, wow. but they were actually currently residing in Malaysia. Did you, uh, just Sorry. out of curiosity, do you know, Elijah, where your refugees came from, the ones you were working with? Yeah. So um, the ones that I was working with, um, some of them were actually from uh, Myanmar, like the Rohingya refugees. Right. So they, they were actually uh, residing in Malaysia. And I also know of some refugees who actually came from like the Middle Eastern countries like Syria, who were escaping war. So they actually uh, mm. came over to Malaysia with their families um, together with them. Fantastic. Well, Fantastic. that's great. We're talking with Perlin Co., a student at Neon Polytechnic, and Elijah Ng, uh, also a student there. Two young entrepreneurs who won uh, different prizes. Uh, Perlin won the Enterprise Singapore Global Executive Scholarship and the Lian Ying Chao Gold Medal for her work and Elijah Ng is a recipient of the Lee Kuan Yew Award and Neon Polytechnic Outstanding Achievement Award. Uh, Perlin is a national table tennis player balancing sports and studies and Elijah is studying hacking and cyber uh, attacks and uh, got his award for this youth expedition project for young refugees in Malaysia. Uh, When you, I mean, you guys are extraordinary in my opinion the, yeah. the work that you've already done when you look at your friends are your friends doing similar uh, interesting projects um, you know maybe friends that worked really hard but didn't necessarily win the awards that you guys won what are your friends doing Berlin sorry let's go through yeah uh, sure actually yeah definitely we have many a lot of outstanding and uh, outstanding students from Neon Polytechnic who come from diverse backgrounds and mm. one of the uh Another graduate of this year at Neon Polytechnic, whom I know of, is is actually called Natalie. She I, I, she was from nursing course, so I actually only met her at the graduation ceremony. But I've learned that she's someone who's very interesting. I've learned that during her internship uh, as a nurse, she she was interning at a hospital where she developed a game for the dementia patients hmm. to um stimulate nice. their brain activity and all. So I thought that these are all very interesting stuff that students at Neon Polytechnic do. Extraordinary. And, and can I just ask briefly, what did you win the uh, Lian Ying Chao gold medal for? Um, I believe the Lian Ying Chao gold medal was for the uh, top graduate in a non-technology course. So uh, that includes like uh, business, which, uh, which which is the course that I'm in. Right. And Polly, I'm just curious, where are you now as a national paddler? Where do you, where do you rank in Singapore? Do you know? We don't exactly have a local national ranking, but I'm currently training with the national women's team. Brilliant. So just for the benefit of our listeners, just to give an idea of how hard you are currently working to balance those sports and studies and internships that you're doing, what does your average day look like? Um, okay, so I put my current my current average day because I'm doing an internship. So I uh, my work starts at 8.30 in the morning. So I get up around 7.30 and wash up and head to work. 
which uh, I'm working in the office, so 8.30 to 6pm. And after 6pm, I will uh, travel to my training area to train from about 6.45 to about 8, 8.30, 8.45pm. And after that, I will head home. See? Yeah, that's wow. the is that at Topayu? Because that's where the table tennis center is, right? Yes, at the Singapore Table Tennis Association. I know it very well. Yeah, and Elijah, <laughs> how about yourself? What is your What does your day look like? Um, currently, I'm actually like um, more participating in various types of events and workshops, um, like uh, in, uh, univer- in university workshops. So I, I guess uh, a typical day would be like going to attend workshops and. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's what was currently most of my day. But, mm. but back when I was actually in in school, I would actually like uh, if there were there were lectures and lessons, I would attend the lectures and lessons, and then um, any kind of um, any kind of project discussions, and then co curricular activities. Uh, it would be it would differ based on the different dates and uh, of, of the times of our meetings. Yeah, I mean, I'm just thinking aloud here, Elijah. Glenn and I should be your agent because as a young cyber hacking expert, (laughs) you should be a millionaire already. I'm just thinking of the workshops he could do, right, with the elderly community. I mean, I'm already thinking of employing you to speak to my mother-in-law because if if I get one more text from my mother-in-law saying, an African prince has left me a million dollars. All I need to do is... All I need to do... I've just won the Irish lottery that I've never bought a ticket for. So, Elijah, in all seriousness, there is there is a lot of work to still be done, isn't there, about cybersecurity, about hacking, mm. about the vulnerable members in our society. There's still a lot to do, Elijah, isn't there? Yeah, I do agree with that because um, currently, right, um, the, the, the advancement of, of digitalization has advanced so quickly, like all of essential services, like uh, even government services and uh, things that we are doing on a daily basis is increasingly being digitalized. So, um, when things are being digitalized at such a rapid pace, then there, there are some like uh, groups of people who may not be, who were initially not as well versed with this uh, digital, on how to use these digital services, that right. will actually uh, fall behind and not be able to catch up as readily. And then on top of that, we also have the aspect of like cybersecurity, where it's not only, it doesn't, the rapid digitalization not only affects the people like trying to use it, but also those malicious actors, which we will call them, that are trying, are trying to like take advantage of these groups of people <laughs> who are not as well versed in this technology. So definitely there's uh, much more to do. I think currently what um, the government is doing and what many of the projects are, are currently doing now, like trying to um, get the word out there and trying to spread awareness of scams, cybersecurity incidents and how people can uh, better protect themselves is a good step. Uh, mm. towards the, the correct direction. Um, but definitely, I would say that um, there, there still needs to be more done to help these like vulnerable uh, groups of people like um, that you mentioned earlier, maybe the lower-income families, yeah. the elderly, who may not have so much access to these uh, like uh, services and may not have that much experience. He's good, huh? He's mm. good, huh? Elijah, he could be a future politician, this yeah, one. He's, indeed. He's, he's got it all worked uh, out. It, it is just so heartening to see uh, yourselves and your and your friends yep. uh, doing such meaningful projects. Absolutely. Uh, we, are, we are so uh, proud of you and congratulations to both of you. Uh, Perlin Ko, who is the Lian... Ying Chao Gold Medal and Neon Polytechnic Outstanding Achievement Award winner, and Elijah Ng, who is Lee Kuan Yew Award and Neon Polytechnic Outstanding Achievement Award as well. 
congratulations to you both. Good luck in your future endeavors. We hope you come back and, and talk to us as you continue on your, on your pathway toward being entrepreneurs and doing great things for society. And hopefully a SEA Games medal. Who knows? And for there, Berlin. And we'll, we'll look for you, <laughs> Berlin, uh, at the SEA Games uh, next time around. But thanks to both of you for coming on today, Money FM. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.